okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hunk, this ain't a phone. Grind never stopping up. We boy, man, how you feeling, man? Mr. 215, how you feeling? Living reception, how you feeling? Two touchdowns. I feel pretty good, man. I feel pretty good. You know, this man's so humble. <laughs> He's so yeah, humble. Hey, I feel pretty good. It, it feels good, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, just watch, like, just watch all the work that you and the team put in and then mm-hmm. just to see it, you know, in action. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, because, guy, like, we we literally grinded OTAs, training count, not missing no days, and to come, to go all the way to the West Coast and win a tough game. Against a, a very good team, it's it's hard to do in the NFL, man. And for us to go out there and ball like the way we did on offense and defense, I feel like mm-hmm. you can't ask for nothing more, man. You can't ask for nothing more. You feel I me? got so, a question because a lot of people they they don't they overlook the external factors right. of the small things that people don't take into consideration. How is that going from the East Coast to the West Coast, trying to get used to the time change? I know what is it, like six hour difference in your body. Adjusting, you want to be asleep when you. How is that? So, man, believe this or not, man. Um, obviously, like the time change is, is crazy, right? You got a mm-hmm. you got a three hour time change, and to me, it, it's just all mindset. You know, if if you go in with the right mindset, if you go in, you know, um, accepting the fact that hey, my body may be tired at this moment, um, getting a proper rest, um, a, a week before, you know, go, um going through a certain routine to get your body prepared for that West Coast time, then you'll be all right. You feel me? And I feel like everybody took that approach on our team. You feel me? Everybody handled the situation like pros, you know, because last year we went out there and we stunk it up. We got like we got our butts whooped. <laughs> we got our butts whooped. And we kind of took that to heart. And that's the thing what I love about this team that we got. Like guys right. lo- don't like to lose. Our quarterback right. He may be quiet and humble to the media, but what I see in the locker room, it's a different kind of guy. And I love it. And I love this guy that I got, that we got right now. And man, I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it, man. Tua T looked good, man. He, he, he looked good. Now, hey, let me, let me, let me categorize that because you know where I'm going with it. He didn't look Magic City good, like your boy said. He went, <laughs> Magic City good. Hey, bro, it's true. But <laughs> Ron Clark, shout out to Ron Clark, man. Yeah, shout out to him. We know where he be at when he come to Atlanta, though. But shout out to you, bro. Mm-hmm. But he he looked he looked very impressive, man. He looked sharp, like he was getting the ball out a whole lot faster than he was last year before the injuries. Like I want to go back to you said it's a mindset thing, right? We said y'all got blue, y'all stunk up the joint last year. What was your mindset going into that game, you individually? Because I know the, the two thousand yard goal. What right. was your mindset going into that game saying, hey, I've been talking a lot of shit out here. I got to back it up. Was that your mindset? You got you to gotta back it up. But at the same time, though, like, I'm not even thinking about, you know, myself in that situation. Like, I'm, I'm going to think about ways that I can help this team win. And throughout the whole entire, you know, offseason and throughout this whole entire, you know, game plan week, the only thing that the receivers heard, the tight ends heard, and everybody else heard was, oh, the Dolphins receivers can't get off Chris. We can't do this. We can't do that. And I'm like, bro, like, what they on? I'm like, <laughs> what they been watching? Y'all letting the media get this thing twisted, baby. So I kind of, I kind of took that to heart. Like, I'm in the meeting right. room telling guys, like, hey, like, we got to take this shit personal. Like, yes, we out here to have fun, you know, make plays and like do this and do that. But right. at some point, man, we got to take this shit personal, and we got to go out here and dominate these guys. And 
I guess the rest of the guys, like, hey, they, they was on board with it. And obviously, we seen what happened. You know, Tua went out there and dominated with 466 yards, three tugs. You know, um, I had a good game myself. Offensive line did a great job. They gave up zero sacks. Hey, fan, fan fans, I just want to say, I know a lot of y'all were worried about the offensive line. But let me tell y'all what, our GM, our head coach, our offensive line coaches, they believe in the guys that we got because if you guys were able to watch us practice in those closed practice situations, those guys do a great job of protecting our quarterback. And this year, they're they're like taking pride in it. Like if you see Tua get hit, guys are running and picking picking them up. And if if you see Tua ever get hit, you know what I'm saying, um, in a defensive line and trying to be dirty with them, like like they were in a like throw blows for my dog this year. So it's a different mindset. It's a different approach with everyone on this offense. And I'm just like, I'm eating it up. Like, I feel like I'm going to play a game right now. I love it, man. <laughs> now, you, you 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 said you had a good game. All right, let's, don't, don't, don't try to die and play that. I had a good game. What was I going had, on? What what? All right, yeah, okay. You had a, It was decent. So you I said had, it yeah. can get worse. It can get worse. I mean, defensive, so. Defensive so, back um, so I left a lot of plays on the field that um that I could have made. I had one drop, and that was because you know I, I mean obviously um I wasn't focused like I, like when you play this game you got to stay focused at all times you know and I kind of like try to take the play off a little bit because dude gave me a route outside he gave me inside Larry boom 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 broke out drop pass and and just another play man cover two J C Jackson was on me he kind of jammed me a little bit and. You know, I took the playoff. So there were a lot of plays that I really took off. And, you know, I got to get better from those plays. And if I get better from those plays, like, we probably score on even um, the two drives that um, we didn't get the points on. So Were you surprised at how much they went to man? No, I wasn't. I wasn't for real, though, because they got real good corners. Um, they got a real good secondary. They got a real good, um, you know, front seven. So, um, you know, Coach Daly, like, he really believes in his system. Uh, the system is uh, pr- practically the same as Vic Fangio. So um, I had a chance – well, we had a chance to go against it, you know, the whole offseason, going against our mm-hmm. own defense and, you know, just, you know, picking the brains of um, guys on the defensive side of the ball, you know, asking them, hey, if you're playing this certain le- leverage, is the safety doing any kind of certain safety rotation or whatever. So – I had a chance to really dive deep into, you know, what those guys like to do and how they like to do it on certain downs and distances. So that's how I was at, I, that's how I was able to take advantage of the situations, you know, that I had on Sunday. So You know I gotta talk a little trash. I gotta I gotta gotta put you in the hot seat. Come on, I'm in the you, hot seat. You, you you seem you seem to welcome any challenge that they put in front of you. Are you challenging any team, any defensive coordinator, any head coach who's brave enough? To run man against you the whole game. What happens to their DB? You know what? The, the crazy part about it is our offense is so crazy and dynamic that um, mm-hmm. that I, I I really can't be the whole focal point of our offense because it's so explosive. Mm-hmm. You have Jalen Waddle on the other side, um, and you, you got Durham Smythe, who a lot of people don't believe in, which is crazy because he's nasty at right. running one of our favorite routes. I'm not going to say on camera. Um, you got Raheem Mostert, who's literally another fat, probably the fastest guy in the NFL. You got, you know, um, our rookie who we drafted, Devon A. Chain, who's crazy. And then you got White Chocolate, man, R- River Craycraft, man, who, mm-hmm. who who subs in for me and Waddle whenever we're tired and just takes all our touchdowns. So um, 
it's like you have so many guys you have to worry about that if you just put, you know, emphasis on this one guy that, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be bombs over Baghdad on the other side. So <laughs> Dog and Pony show, you dance around that boy with some tap dance shoes on. If they go man to man with you, what happens to their DB? We understand you're a team player, but the question is direct. What happens to the DB? If they go man to man with you, what happens? It well, what's gonna happen is we just gonna see the referee scratching. He gonna just put his hands up in the air, scratching <laughs> like he's scratching like this. He gonna be like, oh, it's over with. Touchdown! <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you know, and and obviously, Uncle Shay Shay, your boy Shannon Sharp, deemed you the deadliest man he in the ship. NFL. He jumping ship. He jumped on your ship though. Yeah, he 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 meat rider. What? <laughs> <laughs> what what does that mean to can be to to be labeled by him as well as Stephen A and who anybody else who whoever agrees as the scariest man on the field in the NFL? I mean, I just to me, that's, I, that's I, tough. I, I try not to dive into like any of that stuff because you know I, I really, I, I really can't get caught in, in into the noise right now. It's still early in mm-hmm. the season, mm-hmm. so me just trying to stay away from all that. I mean, it's great and all, you know, it's great for my brand. It's great for you know who I who I am as a player. But as far as you know, me keeping my subconscious and me keeping my head on my shoulders right and me staying humble. And me, you know, just just being me, I I I just gotta stay away from it. Um, so, cause I, I I never want I never want to be that guy that is like, hey, I'm above the team, which I'm not. I played at JUCO, um, born in South Georgia, and I never want to be that guy that's like, hey, I'm this person, I'm this person, I make this team. And it's not that it's not that case, you know. Football is a is a is a team sport, and I feel like without the offensive line, without Tua throwing those dots, you know, throwing those keyhole dots. I mean, I'm fast and all. I'm gonna get open, but I need those guys to succeed. So, receiver is a position that counts on a lot of pe- other people to succeed. So, crazy. I was gonna call you out about dancing around it, but I like how you brought it back because a lot of times, like. A lot of times these players, they get these titles and they go with MVP, but you don't see the commentators, anyone give credit to those individuals who make it possible for that oh, person yeah. to get that accolade or to get that reward. And I, 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 and I think that answer was dead on because without those guys, like you said, it wouldn't be, you know, the, the, the 215. It wouldn't it be wouldn't. this. It wouldn't be that. It would. So it, it wouldn't know. be. It wouldn't be, man. And like, we all know that every game is won in the trenches. You know, as fast as I may be, as quick as agile as I may be, and people want to crown crown me as a world beater right now. But without those guys up front, I definitely wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be doing any of this. You feel me? So shout out to the big guys up front, man. Week one recap. Week one recap. Um, uh, some craziness going on in the NFL. There, what there, happened with your boy? There is some craziness <laughs> going on in the NFL, yeah. especially in our um division you know mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy Aaron Rodgers got hurt I wanted to see him I wanted to see A-Rod shine down there in New York man especially you know he down there with my boy Miko um and it, it's just tough man so who I'm hoping for my boy Miko who 
Shout out to McCole, man. The Georgia boy, man. Shout out to McCole. Hey, man. man I'm, it's I'm, all love. I'm, I'm, I'm really praying for a speedy recovery for, for Aaron Rodgers, man. And to me, I think that, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to say that the Jets take a step back, take a lot of steps back. But I think Zach Wilson, man, him being in that system, him being able to learn from Aaron Rodgers, you know, in the time that, that, he had to learn from him. And still, you know, he's still going to have Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's going to get better, um, and he's going to continuously get better each and every each and every week. And so I still expect the Jets to do big things this year, dog. Absolutely. I, I, like, I like Aaron Rodgers, um, but, you know, me, I look at it. When they said it was a torn Achilles, I automatically started thinking about what Kobe um, tore his Achilles, and then he came back. And shot the free throw. Yeah, not nah, not even after that. He just came back and he was still the mumble, you know, after the yeah. surgery, after the real bit, the rehab, everything. And my only question is, can Aaron Rodgers at that age come back? I know he got number eight, but you know, <laughs> I still look at it like it might be over with, bro. And that, that's just me looking at it from a standpoint of not playing on that level by any means, not knowing what you guys' body go through, but just I play basketball, so I know, you know, you gotta. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Ain't no break. But he'll get breaks because he's a quarterback. So I'm, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. I think he'll have one. My question is just that lingering thought of, like, is it over with? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Right, right. And, like, it's like, also – Will he even ask himself that? Like, will his own psyche tell him? It's also it's, – it's, it's also it's also an issue of, like, you know, us as NFL players playing on grass and turf too, though, because, mm-hmm. you know, um, MetLife – it, and it's met life. A met life yep. is yep. is turf, you know. And yep. you know, you got like we played in turf when we was in LA. You know, mm-hmm. um, Patriots got turf, I believe. So playing on that turf is always a risk, man. It's always a risk of injury, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. At as as fast as we may run on turf, mm-hmm. we we rather play on grass because turf it 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 hurts our knees when we break down. It hurts our legs after the games, and grass is so much easier and smooth, smoother to cut on. It's, it's almost like playing in high school. Friday, it takes you back to your Friday night lights, man. <laughs> so, NFL, we want all grass fields. You feel me? I saw a tweet on Twitter. Um, I think it was David Bacchiari, the uh, tackle from the Packers. He said, the NFL, y'all take care of um, soccer players whenever they want to play on grass. How come yeah. y'all don't remove all the turf out of all the stadiums and put grass in all of the stadiums? Y'all take care of soccer players, so why not take a, take care of y'all own? That sounds that's right. That's, that's a good sounds, question because when you look at liability and injuries, now my legal stuff going now, you got me only like which one is safer at the end of the day? Is it? You probably shouldn't get into this, but is it is it a situation that they being cost effective or cost efficient, or is it a situation where the players look like they run faster. You got more grip. You can do cut. You can do this. But when you look at safety precautions, if the players are saying, hey, the grass is safer, we can break down, it's less injuries. I just want to go with grass like so I don't know. That's that's a good that's a good issue that somebody should definitely take up because if if players' bodies breaking down like that based on that turf and having issues with their body or ankles and knees because of the turf, then that's something that's gotta be taken into consideration. Hey, just has. put some grass. It might cost you a couple of dollars. Hey, man, just get somebody to cut the grass, man. It'll be all right. It'll be Water, cool. cut it. 
They, yeah, they will be all right. I'm sure the NFL would be all right if they removed all the turf and put installed grass in all these stadiums. I'm sure they'll be all right, man. You know how many guys from the hood we know that cut grass in NFL? Hey, <laughs> they'll love call, to come out there, man. They'll do it. Hey, they'll probably do it for free. They want to with a push more, more, man. Yeah, trying they to do take. it so bad. <laughs> but no, nah, man. So it's it's a lot going on. Week one. Were you so, surprised by any of the games, though? Any of the any of the, the scores? So, the one game that really surprised me was the Cowboys game. The Cowboys and the Giants. 40 to 0 at home, which is unheard of. You don't, you don't, it's, it's unheard of. You feel me? I feel like, um, my boy Daniel Jones, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of Daniel Jones. A lot of people, you know, give me crap for, you know, backing Daniel Jones, but I feel like Danny Dimes is that guy. You feel me? He just missing a few pieces. He's missing a lot of pieces of the night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing a lot of pieces of the I night. I mean, bro. I mean, if you think about it, like you playing against the Cowboys. The Cowboys got a real good defense. They got a real, real good edge rushers, real good corners. Well, they whole defense is just good. Let's just say that. So yeah. it's just crazy. Um, Were you surprised I'm, by Dak? Dak, uh, he's like that fits that team real well. I think right. this year, if Dak doesn't turn the ball over. That team will be real good because they got a real good defense. You feel right. me? If you got a real good defense, don't turn the ball over. You know, just take right. care of the ball, um, get points, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. Because last year, I believe Dak led the, the league in interceptions. Um, <laughs> Boy, the life. I'm Stephen. You know, ain't a Cowboys fan. He's yeah, like you, Stephen A. Smith. I'm, I'm Stephen A. Smith when it comes to this, but yeah, like Dak, Dak, Dak. He was in my draft class, so I love, I love Dak. I love watching Dak play. Um, right, and. If he, like I said, if he take care of the ball, that team is gonna be real dangerous. I, I I just love watching him because like when I watch him, Deuce Vaughn is like he's shorter than me. He like five three out there, like and it's crazy. So, bruh, that 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 game, I was surprised. I'm not even gonna lie, I was shocked. I know. I, I wasn't shocked by the win. I was shocked by the score. Yeah, the score but, was crazy. Like you said, that that defense is stacked, man. It's is you got Michael like that. Yeah, that dude's a straight up freak. He's yeah. a freak, bro. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Michael Parsons is the type of dude to wake up in the morning and eat Rice Krispies with no milk and sugar. Not like, a oatmeal pie. <laughs> <laughs> He's the type of dude to wake up in the morning, eat Rice Krispies, no sugar, no milk, and then grab a box of oatmeal pies and just eat them. Like, Leave the house, not brush his teeth, nothing. He he, probably the one dude I pick that can play in the nineties and something because he's so like disruptive. He like nonstop motor all over the field, and I just love watching him play. But I'm, I'm sure to him. I'm, I'm sure for you, I'm I'm sure for you though. The one game that you surprised on is is the Falcons though. You get to see them Falcons die. Now the Falcons you, back, you, bro. Look, look, they say they back. You know how many text messages and calls I got once the Falcons won, man. But my response was the same. Y'all still ain't got no quarterback. They got a quarterback, bro. Yeah, everybody, every team got a quarterback. <laughs> they got a quarterback. <laughs> they got a like couple De- of them. You don't like Desmond Ritter? What he did. All right, what he did. They won a game. No, 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 no. I'm talking about his stats. What What did he do? Like he, I, don't, I, I don't know he exactly did what he did. He did okay. But when you look at I look at it with the other pieces that they got. I would expect more from our quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, me personally, I'm not in the locker room, but on the field, I didn't see the leadership. Who they got? That's just me personally. I don't even remember his name. I know I was looking like. They got Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, Drake London. Oh, you're talking about other people. Oh, yeah. bro. 
They they got a real stacked offense, they man. But I, they defense look good too. Here's my here's here's my thing on Desmond Ritter because I had a chance to watch him whenever they came down here. You know, mm-hmm. practice against us. He's a real good quarterback, real good mobile quarterback. He can throw in the mm-hmm. run. Um, my only thing is he's 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 just young. He he just needs time to develop and understand. You know, um, where he fits in in this league at this point. Feel me? Because right. I feel like he can be real good in this league, bro. They wouldn't have drafted him that high for no reason. Now, come on now. Yeah, well, yeah the Falcons always had issues with uh, quarterbacks, but you know, since Vic, in my opinion. But oh, he I, I look at Matt like, Ryan, bro. You know why that man kept his job. <laughs> but I look at it like he is young. But I think it goes beyond. I think it's more so his mindset. Like, like you said, you got to lock in. And walk into that, like you talk about purpose. Walking, that's his purpose to be on that field, to be the quarterback. He got to really walk into it. And I think as the season goes, I think he'll walk into it. Like, I ain't even going to lie, I was shocked, bro. I was shocked by their defense. The only one person I wasn't shocked by, your boy, Bijan. I was not shocked by him. Um, but everybody else, AJ Terrell, like all of them, I, I, I know they, they good at what they do, but me just watching it, you know how I like to pick my. My, my my people's up here that I'm cool with that a Falcons fan. Yeah, Bijan gonna be Bijan. I got still got Bijan winning rookie of the year, man. Cause with that shifty. move, that move what I seen <laughs> when he put on the linebacker on a bubble <laughs> screen, then split two guys it was crazy, man. So Bijan, you keep doing that right there. I like that. By Pretty six more years, I'm gonna be drafting you number one in fantasy. He's like six more years. You ever you ever like you you drive stick shift? You drive man. You yeah yeah yeah. That's how he runs, bro. Like he shifts freaking gears. Like you know how you accelerate. Yeah. He accelerating like that. Like he oh oh like he tipped on it. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, he, he shifted, bro. He shifted. All get out. He's a real. And I think player. I think this was gonna make him a threat because he's big too. I think this was gonna make him an insane threat for the Falcons. I think he's gonna have amazing success, like you said. Shout out to Bijan. Somebody like gotta give him the ball, though, right? Get it. Somebody got to give him the ball, right? Which is the quarterback. So if Bijan having success, who else gonna have success? I get that the quarterback, right? And <laughs> once that, and, and, like once, <laughs> and once that quarterback get all the confidence he need and see that he can trust Bijan, because Bijan played running back and receiver. I ain't know that he played yeah. both positions. So yeah. once that quarterback see that confidence yeah. level going up, Desmond Ritter, I'm on the Des, I'm on the Desmond Ritter hype train. Let's go. I'm I'm backing him and Danny Dimes up all year, baby. Let's go. I ain't there yet, but I I, I had to. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't even a lie. Like I responded to them people, but I ain't responding to nobody. So if you text me talking about them Falcons, you know you ain't getting a response from me. Uh-huh. I talk trash and I leave the building. I ain't trying to respond, but I, I was definitely impressed by Bijan. Like yeah, Bijan shifty. So the Falcons, yeah. I I eat crow on that. I eat my hat. Y'all got that one. Hopefully y'all continue because I I do live in Atlanta, so you know. I ain't gonna come to no tailgate, but let's go. Now, who were you? Nah, you ain't gonna answer that. Least impressed by you ain't gonna answer that. You ain't gonna answer that one. Uh oh, shoot. Let me see. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to look at the games. Who was I least impressed by? I said you you want to get were you surprised the Chiefs lost? I was surprised. Only because of the simple fact, um, I know how Coach Reed, you know, make those guys prepare. And, like, mm-hmm. every game is, like, you go into a game knowing that you prepare, you know, mm-hmm. knowing and knowing that you're going to win every single game. Like, that's every play on that roster. You feel me? So, 
I, I'm I'm surprised that they lost that game for real though. With their without two of their biggest stars, which is Chris Jones on defense. I mean, yeah, Chris Jones in the sweets, chilling, eating popcorn, and you know my boy Kels, man. Shout out to my boy Kels, man. I, I hope you get healthy real quick. You feel me? I know you're gonna shake back. And um, yeah, the Chris Jones story is crazy though. Um, I, I seen a lot of people, you know, giving my criticizing my dog, saying, "Why is he at the game and not on the sideline?" Like, what are your thoughts on that? You give your thoughts, and I'm gonna give my thoughts because it's it. Um, me, we don't we don't share the court together before basketball. You know me; I'm definitely a team player, right? Right. And I look at it as you got to know your role. You know you got to have your captains. You know you got to have your people who are going to follow that person. I think that was a prime example of his leadership. He could have stayed at home. You see what I'm saying? Like He, exactly. he could have stayed at home and just been like, you know, the hell with it. I'll watch on the TV. But I think he wants to be there. I think the message that he sent was that I'm with you guys through thick and thin. Like, yeah, we ain't got a deal done. I'm not on the field. But I'm still with you guys. I I I, exactly. I definitely love to support any exactly. fans that say anything contrary to hey, at least he showed up to show support. I think I think they they, they looking at it wrong. They just want to have an issue, which you know how most they, people in the world they want to have an issue. But they want to have an issue with Shout out to him for even showing up because you know me, I I, I take stuff. I want my heart on my sleeve, bro. I'd that takes home. a lot. Nah, that takes give me no bread. I'm staying home. That it takes a lot. A, that takes a lot for a player to actually Walk through a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. knowing he has to walk through a lot of people to get to that suite. And they're looking like, how long? You got a game. Why are you up here with us? Right. That takes a lot. That takes a lot of courage, bro, because right. somebody going to say something slick and it's going to be like, hey, bro, like, I'm uh, I'm up here because like, up. <laughs> I, like, we ain't got our situation figured out. You feel me? So right. I'm with you on that, bro. I'm like. Chris Jones, you did everything that you need needed to do. You know your value, my boy. And like he with the Chiefs thick and thin. Like if he yeah. if, if if his mind was if his mind was set on going anywhere else, he wouldn't have showed up to that game. But he loved he loved the organization, you know, mm-hmm. which is he's right. He loved the coach yeah. and he loved being around the guys. So like he's like, bro, I'm here. Like you know what was crazy though, like to me, to me though, he shouldn't get fined though, because he he was in the building. He shouldn't get fined a million. He was in. He showed up. Talking about they find him. I mean, I think he was. I think they were saying on Twitter like this is like a one point. Oh, 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 because seat. him, because him sitting out. I was like, wait, just a sit. But you know the the crazy part, if you look at his face, how intense he looking, looking at the game, you can tell he running in his head. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, how you ain't on the field, you just watching. Like, damn, I would have did this. Oh, no, nah, you can tell he's reading this in his head. And I'm sure when that I'm sure when he gets back to the team, he's gonna sit down with those guys. He probably called those guys after the game, like, hey, you missed this. You should have did this. You can just see him reading everything, looking he already looking tense whenever he locked in anyway. But like but, he just Nah, hey, Chris love ball though. He Chris Jones love football. He he really loved the game of football and um I'm just glad that that, that they finally got my boy a deal done. I, I still don't understand the deal, which is crazy, but a deal is done. It looks like a very in, incentive, incentivized deal, which is crazy. So, One thing we was always taught growing up in the South, you don't count another man's pockets, but 
Do you, it's, it's super incentivized, right? Yeah. Do you think a lot of times these teams, and I'm not saying that that's what this is, they need to stay away from these team-friendly deals and just pay the person what they worth. Because he's been dominating for but you know what I mean? But here's Jesus. where here's where a lot of players, you know, mess up at. Um mm-hmm. and I feel like um this needs to be better explained to like everybody who's trying to come into the NFL or who's trying to get a future deal. Mm-hmm. Teams aren't paying you for what you done did in the past. Right. They're paying you for for what they think you can do in the future. You feel me? So when I and I and I I found that out when I got to the Dolphins. I'm like, okay, y'all paying me all this money because your boy been balling in the past. You feel me? Feel me? What's what? Hey, what say? Nah, we paying you for what you we paying you for what we think you can do for us right now. We don't care what you did in the past. What you did in the past, that's for you. You feel me? Right. So, man, I had a lot of like we had a lot of players. 2019 Super Bowl, I can remember it. I can remember it, man. They they talking about some. Oh, we all finna get paid. Ching 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 ching. Nobody got signed to a big deal, which is crazy because everybody was thinking like, "Hey, we won a Super Bowl." But truth be told, them teams ain't thinking about that Super Bowl. They're thinking about you know what value do you add to their team coming up in the in the following years. And a lot of players they don't think like that. They only thinking about, "Oh, I did this. I got four Pro Bowls. I got ten All Pros or whatever. I got two Super Bowls. Somebody gonna pay me." Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it sums up with in order to be valuable, you have to bring value to that person, yeah, to that yeah. organization, that franchise. Yeah. And that's just to. life. That's just life. Like if, even with friends, they, hey, you ain't bring no value. I'm not going back to the projects to chill with you to eat freeze cups, like pickles and hot chips, like because that's no value to what you're doing in life, or what I'm doing in life, what anybody's doing in life. You know, if that's your value, or that's that's do your thing, but I think I think with Chris Jones, man, I think the incentives, you know, I, I look at stuff like, like you said, they paying him for what he can bring. It's almost like, yeah, you did that before, but earn it this year. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, prove Egg, it. Like, you prove, want the keep money. Keep proving it. Keep proving it. Keep proving it. But at keep what proving. point does he have to stop? Bro, you gotta you like you, you just gotta get in that mindset of, and I know it's tough. You just sometimes, man, like, and as a football player, like, well, as an athlete, I just feel like we just be so focused on our craft that we don't even think about you know the contract situation. And then like when it all rolls down to it, it's like, oh man, I gotta get it now. So, right, Chris, man, I got I'm, a prediction. What? He won't be there next year. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nah, he won't I be say, there next year. You, you know, you know what's crazy? Chris is so valuable to that team, though. I think his situation is my and my situation is way different, though. Um, obviously, because he's on defense, and mm-hmm. um, like you just can't replace those kind of guys. Like, like he's, he's such a force in that middle, man. So mm-hmm. he got a family. Yeah, he got bills. <laughs> he, he got kids. <laughs> Another team. This is he, this is his last year on the contract, right? Oh yeah, free agent. Hey, free agency is always nice though. Think they ain't gonna have to be the Pam or he going elsewhere. Guaranteed. Oh, because anybody looking at him, you're gonna want him. You're gonna want him. You're gonna want him in your locker room. You're gonna want him on the field. You're gonna want him in your huddle. You're gonna want him leading your defense. If you don't, and you got the money to pass over, you know you need him. 
He won't be there next year unless they pay him. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. I say he back. All right. <laughs> I say he back, you, man. But they're gonna have to pay him, right? Yeah, they gonna have to. They gonna have to get him. They gonna have to get. But what him. happens if he don't hit those incentives this year? Nah, he, he gonna hit him. It get a little different. Oh, he, I hope to God he hit him. He gonna hit him. But he gonna, it gets ah, a little sketchy. I, it gets a little sketchy. Whenever like, oh shoot, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't do that. I ain't do that. Hey, call my agent. Hey, tell him I want this amount. Hey, bro, we gave gonna, you an opportunity to do this. It ain't what like you said. It ain't what you gonna, did in the past. It's what you can do. He gonna pull an AB <laughs> and run off the field. <laughs> nah, man, nah. But no, man. Week one, week one was insane. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy football is back. How do you feel just being back in that brotherhood? Yeah, you did. You know, camp. Y'all did all of that. You hang out with them, but to actually be be back in the trenches with them. When it yeah, it counted before to get to that point, but now it's rolled to the Super Bowl. It feels good to be back, man, to be honest. And, you know, just to like I say, win a tough game in LA, then go inside the locker room and just see just the emotion of just everybody from the owner, you know, Mr. Ross, um, from the president, Tom, from even Dan Marino, and then all of us in the locker room, like everybody's fired up, everybody's feeling you know, what's brewing down in Miami and South Beach. So it's going to be special, man. It's going to be something special. You know, last year, the Miami Heat gave us something special. Um, so we hoping this year, um, like, we can do the same thing. But it takes focus. It takes mentality each and every day. And where I got that from was from the Swamp Stories, Tim Tebow. I watched Tim Tebow, and it's a, his, his mentality every day and the way that he approached each and every day was different, though. So... If we're able to do that, man, and keep that same mindset that, hey, we're going to go into each and every, you know, prep week and practice our butts off. Like, we're going to work our tail off, even if it's hard, even if it's mm-hmm. tough, like, even if we want to quit at some moments during this season. Like, we're not, you know, because we're trying to do something only one other team has done. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the other Miami Dolphins team, back 71, 72. So, we we got to be willing to grind, and with this team, I feel like we can do that. I think we kind of breezed over this Buffalo Bills. We breezed over that. Well, they supposed to be the top in the division. They supposed to be number one contender. This, all this talk. It's just, it's just week one, man. It's, it's, see, I, it's, I understand that. It's tough. <laughs> see, see, that's it. That's the thing, though. Like the NFL moves so fast that. Um, Yes, we won the game, but we're already prepping for week two. And for the Bills, I think that um, those guys, they're going to be completely fine. They still got their whole team. You know, they got um, top five quarterback in the league. You know, they got Diggs. They got a great defense. They they are missing Von Miller, though, which is crazy. So, right. um, they, they're going to be completely fine, man. It's just week one. Don't We ain't going to overreact right now with the Bills. Man, everybody overreacting after week one, man. Now, anyway, I only want to say they overreacting. They just reacting. Yeah, and, they, and, and they got they are very opinionated. And I seen an article. It was on ESPN. It was like, let's overreact. Tyreek Hill MVP. I seen that. <laughs> Do you think the league is in a position where a receiver could potentially win MVP? It can be done, man. 
it, yeah. it definitely can be done. Um, but it's going to be tough. There's a lot of great players in this league, obviously. So it's going to be tough. And, you know, you know, as weeks go on, teams are going to continue to, like, key in on um, mm-hmm. my success and what, you know, Coach McDaniel is drawing up for myself. So it's definitely going, it's definitely going to be a team effort uh, for myself. If I'm able to accomplish something like that, it will be great. But I need that Super Bowl win. That's what I want. I, there's nothing greater than, than a Super Bowl win in football. Nothing greater in football than, than a Super Bowl win. Nothing greater. For the, sure. The, the next greatest thing was me, you know, holding my daughter when she was born. But my daughter, then that Super Bowl ring right there on my fingers like this. Oh, just have both fingers like, boom. So the the fashion in which the Bills lost, you did that to somebody when you was in college. Oh, yeah, Bella. That was nasty. That was crazy. What do you think this man is feeling? It, it's weak one. Let's not overreact. Cool. Hey, just... What 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 do you think his mindset was in that moment? Because that's that's a huge play and that's a horrible way to lose. Yeah, he was a uh, he was an undrafted free agent too. He an undrafted free agent rookie. So for him to be able to do that, that's huge. Um, that just shows the amount of you know confidence that the coaching staff has in him to like set up a return play for him. And like when when I seen it happen in live, I was like, oh my gosh, he really finna take this to the crib. And the punter that tried to tackle him, he looked like he whiffed like this a little. Did bit. he try to tackle him? That's what he did. Oh. <laughs> he pushed him. Like, he tried oh. to push him, and he jumped out the way when he did. I'm like, bro, sacrifice. So, you tackle somebody. You gotta if you're the punter, you gotta lay out. You gotta lay out and make that play because you can't go out looking bad on film. Because the next day on film, it's gonna be a lot of questions in the air on whether you belong on this team or not. Like, I know punters are paid to punt, but at some point, we need you to make a tackle. Come on now. That's what, do they even practice tackling for the punters? It, it, I, <laughs> I, you know what's crazy? I've never seen a punter practice tackling. They on, they football players, you on the field. He comes towards you, and the first thing you do is jump and kind of – come on, that's, man. That's, that's probably a tough – I ain't – Nah, you got to make that tackle. You got a game on the line, you got to make that tackle. Game on the line, you got to make that tackle, though. I can get ran over. I'm pulling a prime time when <laughs> they use a prime time, use a shoestring tackle. Um, you going down. Like, I'm not. Nah, like, ran right past him, too. He just kind of jumped out the way and pushed me. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, was, I, ain't, I ain't in the NFL. I would at least hey. try it. Yeah, shout out to uh, Xavier, though, man, for returning that, that proper turn. That was, that was awesome, man. Thank you. The NFL needed that. Um, mm-hmm. Always good to see an undrafted free agent doing his thing in the league. And that just gives hope for the next undrafted free agent. Like, hey, I can do that too, man. That just shows the hard work and dedication, man, that that um, that my man put in. So that, that the story is awesome. So what's your biggest takeaway from week one? I know we didn't cover all the games. What's your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway is that um, – the playing field is even, baby. The NFL is it's even. Everything like everybody's good this year. You feel yeah. me? Like there's not one team that, that you can point out and say, hey, this team is better than this team this year, or this team is better than this team this year. So every everybody's, you know, every, everything's up in the air right now. That, that's, that's what I love about football. That, that's what I was gonna say is that. You had some shocking scores, some 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 huge plays. Some some players went off. The top players that were supposed to go off possibly didn't. But I think, right. like you said, the playing field is even. Anything can happen this season. 
everybody's good. I know we talked about it before. Who's the worst team? I think anybody can take it. This yeah, season. like it's, that's the crazy part about it. Legitimately up in the air. I'm not saying every team is even, but every team can put up some points, and every team got a pretty decent defense. And I think in any given moment, any team can win on any given night. I don't think it's just a landslide for one team anymore. Nothing against them, but they are, you know, they are held as being the best team, the Chiefs. I don't think they have a landslide over anybody anymore, especially not with Chris Jones and Kelsey on that field. Oh, those you know, two guys will probably be back next week, though. Hopefully. They, hey. You know, and and they, I still don't think that week. gives them the edge. I mean, it gives them paper with Pat. You know, he, he's him. You can't do nothing about that. But I think, it, like you said, it kind of evens the playing field and is anybody's team. And I saw Ricky Williams. I want you to hype your fans up. Sit down, man. Ricky we Williams get Ricky said, on. believe the hype. He said, believe the hype of the Dolphins. Last year, it was a preview just to get y'all ready. But this year, he said, believe the hype. Y'all got something special brewing out there for fans. Is that true? Should they buy into it and believe the hype? Um, so hype it to me is like hype hype to me is a scary word, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, a lot of people should buy into what we building down here, you know, um, because this organization is headed places. Um, Chris Greer understands windows and he sees to his potential. So him being able to put pieces, you know, on this team, you know, to to like help us, you know, reach our ultimate goal is great. So everybody understands the time is now for us. So here we are. The pressure's on for everybody. And that's what I love, baby. Pressure brings out the best in who you are as a person, player, or whatever the case you want to be. So I'm ready for it. I'm, I feel like I'm built for this. Week two. What can the people expect? Week two week, predictions. Week two predictions against the New England Patriots, man. Coach mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. That's going to be a real good game, man. Um, last year, we went one-on-one against them. So it's going to be a real good game. So I'm expecting a lot of men. They lost week one, didn't they? Yeah. They lost to the Eagles. Uh, Mac Jones had a good (laughs) game, though. Yeah. Yeah. He he a Florida boy. But, you know, I I, I look at that matchup. Obviously, I'm going to take y'all over them. I think y'all are – I got y'all up winning about 14, something like that. Okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Something like – what are your predictions? Are you still – Hunting defensive backs and on this road to 2,000. Me personally, I think you going to break it. But are you still going out there with that mindset? I know it's in the back of your head. That's not the first thing you want to get to win for the team. Um, but when you start cooking, you know when you feel it. Is oh, that yeah, still yeah. the goal Super Bowl in 2,000? Yeah, man, that's that's the goal. You know, hopefully um, I'm able to do something special like that. Um Cause I gotta, I, I feel like I gotta set the standard. Not, not, not only for this team, but for my family. You know, I got a Tyreek Hill Jr. coming up here soon. So, me mm-hmm. being able to set the standard for him whenever he's in, in the NFL, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like, you know what? I gotta break my, I, I gotta break my father's record. So, mm. I'm setting the standard early, man. I gotta set they, the standard early. They targeting you. <laughs> I gotta set the standard early, baby. 